Song of Songs, chapter 8, verses 6 and 7. Place me like a seal over your heart, like a seal on your arm. For love is as strong as death, its jealousy unyielding as the grave. It burns like blazing fire, like a mighty flame. Many waters cannot quench love. Rivers cannot wash it away. Years ago, I was in youth ministry, and uh, for the ministry of Focus, uh, many of our listeners will recognize Focus. It's the Fellowship of Christians in Universities and Schools, and they have a about a 40-acre property on Martha's Vineyard where we would do summer camps all summer. And uh, you know, middle schoolers and high schoolers, it's a really cool chance for these kids to get away and encounter God in Christian community. And in the afternoons of those summer camps, we used to hold something called special sessions. I think they still do it to this day. And the special sessions would have various topics, you know, tough questions where kids could come and ask any tough question they want about the Bible or the world. There was another session called sex and dating. And after a few years of being on staff, I I actually would teach that one. So, you know, here you are in a room full of teenagers and you would start talking about sex. We're just trying to kind of reach them where they are. Like, what's the main thing these guys are thinking about? I remember being a teenager. I remember just really being able to think about nothing else but sex for a few, few years of my life. So we're trying to reach these kids where they were and kind of think mm-hmm. about sex from a biblical perspective. And I would often use this very verse. Love burns like blazing fire, like a mighty flame. Many waters cannot quench Love, rivers cannot wash it away. This is an amazing image of like this blazing fire, this really hot fire. It's like a, it's almost like lo- when you have lust or passionate love in your mind and in your heart and in your body, it's like this raging fire and you think, oh, I got to put this fire out with some water to cool it off. But what does it say? Many waters cannot quench it. Rivers can't wash it away. There's something stronger. There's something that kind of takes over your mind that is almost impossible to quench or to quench. And it's just, I wish somebody had told me that when I was 17 years old, because I felt really guilty all the time. I was like, man, I'm thinking about sex. I'm thinking about love. I'm thinking about this girl or whatever. And I wish I could make it stop. What's wrong with me? But look here in Song of Songs, the bride and groom declaring their passionate love for each other. They're like, Man, this is bigger than I can control. This is like a a mighty flame that a river couldn't put out. So I just would tell that to the kids. It's okay that you have this. It's how God made you. And then we would go from there and talk about a lot of other things, obviously. But I would just try to recognize the um, unquenchable fire that love and lust and passion can create in in us, especially at that age. Did you, uh, when you were having these conversations with the teenagers, um, was it awkward? Did you feel uh, they really wanted to learn more about this and how it, you know, related to this, that, and the other part of their yeah, lives? Or? There was always some really nervous energy when everybody walked into the room. And then, you know, once we started talking and naming some of those elephants in the room, you know, there would be nervous laughter, but then they would settle in and you could tell that they were just so eager to talk about it. Like very few of the adults in their lives were willing to talk about it. So the awkwardness dissipated really quickly. And then there was a real eagerness for them to, to learn more. And then to hear that there might actually be a biblical perspective on all these things, man, the kids just, 
there was such an opportunity to talk to those guys about all this in the context of God and God's love and the Bible. And I used to love those sessions. It was a blast. Uh, the reason I bring that up is when mm -hmm. I was uh, entering those ages, 13, 14, mm -hmm. 15, um, I don't recall, uh, I recall my father perhaps having some kind of really vague conversation about <laughs> sexuality, but we were kind of on our own. Yeah. And that's a dangerous thing for everybody. I mean, it's a right. dangerous totally. thing for the person uh, that's, you know, it does, you know, they're, they're not easy answers to any of this stuff, but right. they're real. And the frustration that, that kids, you know, in the, those age groups feel is just tremendous. One of the great things was sports. Sports mm. helped a little bit, uh, yeah, I think. Sure. And I went to all boys schools up until college. And I, I think that one of the things being estimated, uh, underestimated in co-ed um, schooling situation is exactly what you've been talking about. Mm -hmm. um, there becomes kind of a temptation that's right in front of you. And mm -hmm. the schools have not been terribly successful in dealing with that. Yeah. Well, th this is a good opportunity, I think, for our listeners Get your kid involved in focus if they're not already. Get your kid involved in Young Life or the church youth group because these conversations are happening in those environments, and it's really good. It's really helpful for the kids, even more than all the other activities they could be doing. You know, Clear up the schedule a little bit and get them involved in one of these programs. I think the other thing that people, church and virtually everybody else, should talk about is marriage goes way back to Genesis. Mm -hmm. marriage uh, is not just romantic love as it's given to all these songs and these movies and everything's in pastels and the clouds are always <laughs> uh, cotton-like floating over the two young lovers. Right. Um, and it, that, that actually like almost in all the movies, it's, it's, it's not love of the kind I think that you find in the Bible, which is much deeper and much more purposeful than the kind of love that gets expressed in our commercial world, because we know what attracts a male to a female and vice versa. It's, it's procreation, really. I mean, we're made for a new, a new generation to come after us, but how do you, how do you make that solid? How do you make that work? And I think that that's a huge question that people should be addressing Mm -hmm. Because it's not just automatically knowable as to why people marry and why the marriages are successful and why they're necessary.